David. Hey, Connor. Uh, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. All right, guys. Welcome back to yet another episode of the podcast that we have dubbed. What's that smell? You thinking again? That's right. That's right. How you doing, David? I'm doing well, Connor. How are you doing? I'm doing okay. Is Wisconsin doing okay? Yeah, it's kind of. A, it's a cloudy Sunday morning. Um, this weekend, I went on a uh, trip to uh, Minnesota, which is Ooh, really exciting. nice. If you haven't been, I highly recommend going to Minneapolis. It's re- very pretty. Very How you cool. Doing, how's how's uh, it looking? I'm doing pretty okay. Uh, Wisconsin's looking pretty cloudy, and uh, you mean Illinois? Uh, sorry, Illinois. Sorry, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Illinois is looking pretty cloudy, and I didn't go anywhere. So you're obviously, you know, you're a little more, you're a little more experienced with this whole uh, traveling thing. You get <laughs> your, your state trips are uh, ever expanding. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so today, this episode, uh, we were thinking, you know, what would be awesome. You know, what would be like really fun to do is to lose the respect of all of our listeners. We're thinking, how do we do that? Well, it's time for us to talk about unpopular opinions, which is, like, one of those topics that is so weird. Because, like, on the one hand, it's so fun to, you know, like, look and be like, oh, what are these What are these things that they don't like that everybody else does? But on the other hand, once people see it and, like, they see that it's something they loved is on there, they're like, oh, my gosh, why would you like or dislike that? Like, ah, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so... I, I, this is kind of a touchy topic, but, you know, if we can establish this level of trust that, you know, our listeners are out here trusting me, us and we can trust our listeners not to, you know, go into the Instagram post and be like, how dare you not like Scooby-Doo 2 Monsters Unleashed, like <laughs> that kind of thing, you know, like if we can establish that level of trust, I feel like we, you know, we're, we're going to grow as a podcast. So I feel like it's good that we tackle this topic. Uh, so. We're gonna, and this is not just okay. I probably should clarify. This is not just gonna be movies. It's gonna be a mine on all movies because that's all I do. But like, there's <laughs> movies, video games, TV shows, anime, music, whatever you want, or whatever we want to talk about. Those will be our unpopular opinions. Like, it, it's gonna be involved with all of these different topics. Yeah. Uh. So don't worry if you're if you were thinking, oh, my favorite song should be safe. You know, well, maybe not. Uh, we'll have to see. Yep, yep. So, I think we should. David, do you mind separating this? Will we start out with things that we don't like as much as everybody else, and then once we're done talking about the stuff we don't like as much as everybody else, we'll, we'll change to things we like more than most people. You know, okay. like stuff that we find overrated first, and then stuff we find underrated next. What do you think? Okay. All right. Uh, you want to kick things off? Sure. I want to start off with a show that. Everyone loves this. Is, we're gonna start at the gate. Super controversial. Uh-oh. I mean, we, I can end up like we can end up like losing the podcast. <laughs> right. We're, like, what I'm about to say. Anchors is like what you said is now too controversial. We're going to block your podcast. <laughs> All right. So the first thing that I think is way overrated is the show called The Office. I was I was I was thinking like is it going to be the office like it probably will be the office <laughs> it's the office and, right, go ahead and I know so many high school college students who just love this show and you know I've watched it I've watched the entirety of the office and it's not a terrible show but I know people who just watch this show 
over and over and over and over again. And I don't understand why. I mean, yeah, it's a fine show, but it's not something that I can watch over and over and over again. Like, why can't you watch something else? There are so many other good shows, but yet you choose purposefully to continue to watch The Office. It's it's quite a lengthy show. I mean, there's there's nine seasons of it, and I, I frankly think that after like the fifth season, for the sixth season, the show just goes downhill. It really does. It's not the same office as it was back in the early seasons. You know, it, it it's just I'm not I'm not I'm not saying I hate the show. Like I said, it's just not one of the greatest shows of all time as a lot of people like to think and say it is you know kind of have you seen the office or have you seen an episode or something of the office i've seen the first episode of the british office and then the first episode of the american office just to see what their oh the differences were that's it <laughs> okay i've heard so much stuff about it i know so many people are obsessed with that show yeah so i get where you're coming from yeah i mean so many people love this show. So many people. It's such a popular show. It's been on Netflix for forever. And I seriously don't think they'll take it off. You know, this show, The Office, Parks and Rec, Friends, those three shows, I think that Netflix will never take off. Because if they do, there's going to be some riots. Actually, I think I think they almost did. Didn't they say they were going to like remove the office in 2020 and yeah. then people went nuts so they didn't remove yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were going to, but then they realized that the show is way too popular to remove it. Mm-hmm. Like people would go nuts if they didn't have their office fix. It's <laughs> it's like it's like some kind of drug almost. And I don't understand why it's so addicting. I mean, yes, there are funny moments here and there. But it's not like this perfect show that you could watch over and over again and constantly find it funny every single time. It's really not that funny, nor is it that entertaining. You know, I I understand like, oh, yeah, no, like one time through, watch the entire series. Okay, sure. Yeah. Or like when the show was airing, you could like watch the show weekly. All right, cool. But after you finish this show once through, I don't understand why you'd ever watch it again. I mean, if it come, if reruns come on, or if you're just bored and you want to put on something to go to bed to, alright, cool, put on The Office. But, if you're going to purposefully use your, your free time to watch a show that you have already seen before, frankly, I just think you're wasting your time. There are so many better shows out there. And if you want a show that's that's long and has a really good story and plot, One Piece. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it wouldn't it wouldn't be an episode of the podcast if we weren't talking about One Piece. I'm sure we'll talk about it again. We will, we will. But I'm telling you, there are so many better shows out there that are long, funny, great characters, and just all around a really fun time to watch i mean i'm not saying you shouldn't watch the office if you haven't seen it because it's a good show but i'm saying that if you've seen the show 20 times already please stop watching it and watch something else that is what i'm saying (laughs) yeah 
Most definitely, dude. Well, well said. Well said. Uh, I'm gonna do. Or I'm sorry. Is there any last no, thoughts I'm, you want to add? I'm done. Okay. I'm done. That was that was a whole tangent. Congratulations. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna do real quick. I'll talk about my one non-movie thought. It's also another one that I think is a little overrated. Uh, it's a music thought, uh, or a music opinion, I should say. And that is, I've never thought Elvis was such a great singer. I listened to a bunch of Elvis songs, and I like a lot of the songs. I think they're really well written, but like. Elvis himself is kind of the worst part of every one of his songs. <laughs> like, yeah. it, I, I think, especially one of the biggest examples is Burn in Love. Like, great song. I love the lyrics. And I think the melody's great. But Elvis himself is, like, not... I don't think he has the range enough to hit, like, the emotion that they're trying to feel with that song. So, like, every cover that I hear that song is leagues better than the original version. Like... I it's it's just and that happens with a lot of the songs like Elvis just doesn't really have a vocal range for me to hit it with most of his songs some there are some exceptions like Suspicious Minds and Heartbreak Hotel great songs that I think he hits pretty well but like I think he just doesn't really have that much of a range or if he does his his main like emotion he feels is kind of like your southern boredom (laughs) like I don't mind his music I think it's well written like I said but like I think Elvis himself, like his his singing uh, skills are kind of the weakest part. Now, obviously, this is 2020, so it's not like there are avid Elvis fans are going to be at my door. If I said this in like, you know, his prime, I'd probably be, you know, crucified. <laughs> but I'll, I still want to say it. Uh, I, I'm feeling like public enemies, you know, or public enemies like, you know, in uh, Fight the Power, he's bashing Elvis for like a whole set of lines. But, uh, you know, that's that's me. Like he's all right, but a little a little overrated in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, I, I actually agree with you. Ooh, dang. Uh, so David, yes. your next opinion. My next opinion. Okay, it's another show, and it's also going to be super controversial. Uh oh, David, David's really taking heat in this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, I know, I know. In this show is shameless shameless wait a minute wait a minute didn't didn't you talk about that show the other day i I have i have talked about shameless i have talked about shameless but i'm not here to talk about all of shameless only a portion of shameless now shameless is a pretty good show right pretty 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 good show i'm not gonna lie it's pretty entertaining it's um similar to the office how it's like a long-running uh, sitcom show, um, but this time it actually has like a coherent storyline instead of being like, ep- yeah, random episodes, serialized. Um, now, this is a good show. I really like the show. I- I've said good things about it. It's really funny, really fun characters to watch, right? But after season eight, the show goes. It, it, it just, it's just not good anymore. The show is not good anymore. And now you're probably wondering, like, why are you talking about this show, David? You, you like this show. You like the first eight seasons of this show. Why are you talking about it? You talk about anything else. You talk about a show that you hate the entirety of. But no, you choose to hate on 
three seasons of a show. Now, here's the reason why. I really, really liked the first eight seasons of Shameless. Like, they were really good. And then once I hit season nine, it just wasn't the same show anymore. And I could tell it was going south even before then. Back in, like, season six, season seven. Like you could tell the show wasn't the same as it once was, right? And it, it didn't really start to hit me until I reached season nine. And it was just super disappointing for me. Because I loved this show. It was so good. But it just, it wasn't the same. And it made me mad. It made me so mad. And I know there are a lot of people out there who love this show, who adore it. And I am with you. I also adore this show. But it hits a certain point, like season seven or six or so, when the whole like motif of the show just changes, you know? You know, Shameless has always been a pretty controversial and pretty progressive show. Um, I mean, they, they weren't afraid to do anything. I mean, the show is called Shameless, so there's no shame in anything that they do. Right, I mean, it's in the title. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but after a while, it, it just, I didn't like what they were doing with the characters. The show became, in a way, too progressive to me. Like, it got to a point where the characters that I fell in love with weren't even the same characters anymore. And it was so aggravating, so aggravating. I, I just I just couldn't keep watching it anymore. It, it was complete trash. Like in season nine, they have a character who is straight the entire time. She, this character, she, she even has a, she even goes out of her way to rape a dude. Okay. But then in season nine, <laughs> Zero to she becomes a lesbian. It's like, what is this? You completely changed your character. Like, you can't do that. David, oh, David's stepping on some uh, hot topics. Yeah, here. I know, I know, I know. But, like, it wasn't even something that they hinted at earlier. It's just something that happened out of the blue, right? Because the show never had a lesbian character. They're just going to make this character, who hasn't really had a love interest until this point, lesbian, you know? And it's the dumbest thing. It's so dumb. It's 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 so dumb. I don't like what they did with the show. The latter half of the show is not good. It's just not good. Um, but I do rec- I do recommend watching like the first five seasons or so. Those are really good. After that, you can do whatever you want. Watch the rest of the show. Don't watch it. Do whatever. Do whatever. Do whatever. And that's it for me talking about Shameless. Very cool. Very cool. Congratulations. Look at you and your big tangents. I'm feeling uh, I'm feeling out like outgunned, you know. I should really talk about it. Gotta gotta keep up. Yeah. No worries. Uh this is this one is actually a bunch of movies that I want to talk about because they all kind of fit within the same category. And that quarter category is movies that everyone loves, but I think are just good. Like not great, just good. Like, I, it's, it's weird. I have a ton of opinions like this. It's just like people hail, hail these movies all the time. 
being like, oh, they're so good. They're so amazing. And like, you know, say some of their favorites and I'll just be kind of like, they're fine. Sure. They're, like they're good, you know. These, and I'll go through each of these movies very briefly. Uh, one, Logan from 2017. Like, people were saying, like, this is the best comic book movie ever made. It's dark, it's gritty, it's emotional. And I'm just kind of like, cool. It's all right. Like, I mean, I like, the, I like that it's very distinct and unlike any other comic book movie. But, I mean, it was just all right. I mean, it was, it was very, you know, it's, it's very much what it is. It's not like anything that I felt was very transcendent and never felt like, the character arcs were very, you know, incredible or like, I don't know. It was all, it was all right. It was good. Um, second Fargo. I really like like the comedy of Fargo, but it's the movie is very mundane. Like it's not about much. So I kind of got bored. Like the comedy is good, but like after a while I'm sitting there like, can we get like a more meaningful plot? Can we get something going on please? Uh, in a very similar vein to Fargo burn, uh, burn after reading. This by the same people who did Fargo, and I have the same problems with it. It's funny, but it's also very like aimless, and I got kind of bored after a while. It didn't really grab my attention. Uh, next, the movie Assassination of Jesse James by the coward Robert Robert Ford. That's a really long title, but uh, I was really excited to watch this. It looked really interesting, and I mean, it's really well shot, and the acting's really good. I mean, it's got it's got Brad Pitt in it, dude. So I mean, obviously, it's got to be somewhat yeah. quality. Uh, but it's really long and the plot is a little, it's very, it's very vague. Like it doesn't give you a lot of straight shot answers. So I'm sitting there for a while and I'm going, okay, we're, this movie's two and a half hours long and I'm starting to feel like I don't need to watch the rest of this. Like I finished it, obviously. I like the ending a lot. In fact, I think the ending is probably the best part of the movie, but it's just very long and it did not hold my attention the entire time. Uh, next, the Royal Tenenbaums. I love Wes Anderson a lot. Like Moonrise Kingdom is one of my favorite movies. Grand Budapest Hotel is great. I've suggested Fantastic Mr. Fox on here a couple times, or once. Uh, but Royal Tenenbaums, I feel, is one of his most serious and somber. And I think that doesn't really work with his style. Like uh, Wes Anderson has that kind of like very kind of. Uh, comedic-esque tone to him most of the time and even when he gets serious like he'll get serious for a minute but then we'll of course ground it in a little bit of comedy later on that's kind of just how his tone is i think royal tenenbaums is just so like so like aggressively mean-spirited or like sad i should say not mean-spirited it's so sad that like i feel like that tone kind of feels a little mismatched like his his directing style and the way he frames stuff is a little too at least maybe I'm maybe I'm just too accustomed to his comedic stuff, but it seemed a little too comedic. Uh but I did really like what they did with some of the characters. There were some really great moments and the acting's really good, so I, I'll of course give credit to it. And then finally, as I mentioned in the eighties episode, uh The Breakfast Club. I like The Breakfast Club. It's good. It's just I felt like if you're gonna transcend uh, character like real life stereotypes you shouldn't make the characters stereotypes like you're not transcending it if you are literally the thing you are trying to transcend and not doing so I mean I don't know it's it's good it's just like I don't know I, I wasn't really hit by it so that's the collection of movies that I think are good not great but everybody else really likes that's fair that's fair yeah alright right, David next one okay. for you 
this one will probably get me shunned from the anime community, but I don't care. Uh oh, he's 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 losing his TV show fans <laughs> and his anime fans. He hasn't even gotten uh-uh. the movies yet. Where he tells you Parasite is the least favorite movie of all time. <laughs> all right, so um, this anime that I'm about to reference or talk about, I guess, um, is considered to be one of the best, greatest anime of all time. And frankly, I disagree. And this anime is um, crap. What's it called? What's it called? What's it called? <laughs> <laughs> it oh, left Armin, so little Armin. impact exactly. on him that he forgot. Sorry. Full, full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. Uh oh. Uh oh. Michael's, yeah, Michael's Michael, on the phone. Michael's Michael, on the phone. Michael Quick. loves this show. This is one of Michael's favorites. I, I think it's like his number three or number two. He he loves mm-hmm. Full Metal. And I don't. Um. And I have, I have, I have my reasons. I have my reasons. No, hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. I'm not here to try to convince you to think that Full Metal is a good show or a, a bad show. Um, and honestly, it's it's kind of my fault too for not really liking it. Um, I okay. So I remember watching the first episode of Full Metal, and I remember thinking, "Wow." This show is boring. This show, it, it, it just puts you into the action right away. And when you hear that, that sounds pretty exciting, right? Like, put into the action. Oh, that's so awesome. You see all these cool powers these characters have and stuff. But, like, there is no exposition. And I think this show right now highlights, like, you, you need, like, there's, some, there's the importance of exposition that you don't really think about. You take it for granted. But exposition is important, right? Too much exposition can be really boring, but you at least need some exposition for it to be interesting, right? And I, you know, I, I never saw Full Metal Alchemist. I, I just went right to Brotherhood, and I thought, okay, I, I've heard people just skip right to Brotherhood, and I've been fine. You know, I, I looked it out, did some research, made sure I wasn't, skipping anything important from Full Metal Alchemist. And I wasn't, you know, because, like, the first 10 or so episodes are kind of recap of Full Metal Alchemist. Um, but, yeah, the first episode just jumped right in. I don't know anything about these characters. I have no emotional attachment to them. I don't know what the heck is going on. I'm super lost and confused. I, I, just, I just didn't like it. I just didn't like how they did it. Also, the characters, the char- the voice acting. Oh my god, the voice acting is not the best. Um, so there are two brothers. The the one who is like complete robot and the bodysuit. He's like this big, like eight foot tall dude. But he's supposed to be the little dude's younger brother. But the thing is, he sounds like a little kid. And I don't know if it's supposed to be funny or not, but I just couldn't get used to that or get over it. It just didn't sound right. Like, this squeaky voice coming from this really big dude is just, it's not funny, nor is it, nor is it something that I could really get past, 
You know, it was, it was just too annoying. Also, the the show is very immature. And I know it's a shonen series, so it's it's um, you know, the, the target audience is younger boys and stuff, right? And and I get that. And if I watched this show when I was maybe like 14, 13, 14, I think I would enjoy it more. But at my But David's a David's an adult. Basically, yeah. I I I'm just I just can't really understand. I I can't really relate. It's not very relatable. It, yeah, I'm sorry for the for the average taxpayer. I mean, it just doesn't have much for me, you know. <laughs> yeah, right, right. And that's the thing with other anime, such as like One Piece or Hunter Hunter. Those shows, yes, their target audience is younger children, but at the same time, they have you know more complex and nuanced themes to it that you could really get behind. You know, it's like okay, that's interesting. E- even as a soul yeah, crushed yeah, yeah, adult. Yeah. You can really get behind it and, you know, really, you know, empathize with the characters. But with Full Metal, it's like there's this very immature style to it. And so does One Piece. But at the same time, it also takes itself very seriously sometimes. And that's why I love it. That's why I love One Piece. But I'm not going to talk too much about One Piece yet. Um... Yeah, don't worry. One Piece collectively, he'll have talked about more than he had any of the other things today. So. <laughs> yeah, don't worry. Yeah, you'll hear more about piece. it. Um, yeah, Full Metal Brotherhood. I don't see why it's rated one of the best anime of all time. I mean, okay, yeah, make fun of me, ridicule me, say I have bad taste in anime. Ha! It's funny because you don't agree. <laughs> yeah, say 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 whatever you'd like. I don't think Brotherhood is worth the hype. I don't think... Now, the music's great. I love the music. I also love the animation. Don't get me wrong. Those things are amazing. Just the writing is super immature and the voice acting also kind of sucks. Um, and the start of the show is just bad. But otherwise, it's a decent show. I don't think it's one of the best. I think it's just okay. Good stuff, good stuff. Well, David, you've lost all <laughs> of your fans, anybody who believed you. And don't worry, I will be losing mine very soon. Because I'm here to talk about Harry, Harry Potter. Potter. We've never talked about Harry Potter. Potter. I know, right? It's weird. I've never talked about Harry Potter on here. Um, I've watched about the first five movies. I have yet to see the end. So technically, this might be a bold statement, but I'm going to say it right now, and I don't think it's going to get changed, is that I think Prisoner of Azkaban is easily the worst Harry Potter movie, and I don't understand why people love it so much. Like, this movie is absurdly highly rated, like, oh, really highly rated, like the highest rated Harry Potter movie for sure. And like, granted, it is the introduction of Gary Oldman, and I love Gary Oldman, and I'm very happy he made his appearance in the series. But I really don't like this movie at all, and I don't understand why people love it so much. And here's what I will give my justification. When I watched this movie, it, I, it felt to me like every decision they were making was being written on the spot. It never felt like anything was built up in this movie. Every twist you see, everything they, everything they show you feels so out of left field and like just made up at that point in time. Like There was no setup, no buildup. There was nothing like that seemed to imply this was the way it was going. 
In fact, there was some they they seem to imply a couple of things that didn't even get realized. Like there are instances where they say like they they show you something, you're like, oh okay, so that's gonna establish, you know, that's gonna lead up to the reveal at the end. But it doesn't, and I don't understand why they put it in the movie then. And the stuff that like didn't feel like it was building up to anything, like it was just a gag or like just something that makes a character quirky, turns out to be something really important. And I'm trying to figure out like why did why did all the stuff that seems like it was completely irrelevant be the stuff that was building up to something? And the stuff that seemed like it was building up something was completely irrelevant. Like, it was so bizarre. And then, for, the, like, the last... I think the last act of this movie was completely incomprehensible because they started throwing time travel into it, which, first of all, they've never established time travel up to this point. So they kind of just threw time travel into a Harry Potter at the very end. And then when they do throw it in, it just becomes so, like, confusing and dumb. Like, it gets to the point where I'm sitting there like, okay, can you just end? Like, you've gone way too long. Like, granted, it's still Harry Potter, and I think this is one of the, this was one of those times where I felt Harry himself, the character, was a little more, he could stand on his own a little bit better than he could in the first two. Because Harry Potter's kind of, was kind of a dope, and he kind of, like, got everything handed to him in the first two movies. But I felt like this one was kind of the first time he could do stuff on his own. And I guess I like the side characters fine. But I think the big issue is that I felt so disconnected with the story. And I felt like every time something happened, it didn't feel like it was built. It was right. It felt like it was doing something like it was doing something that was off script or something. And like, I just couldn't shake this feeling like the entire movie was just completely last second even though i know it wasn't because it's based on a book and it's the third movie in a huge film franchise and there's no way that this movie was like in any way like half-assed but it totally kind of seems that way and i mean that's just me i guess because everybody loves the hell out of this movie but i was just really lost and it didn't feel like everything was really built up as as well as it probably could have been so that's just my opinion you know fair that's fair, Connor. That's fair. And, and it's directed by the guy who directed Roma. So, I mean, that's I, I really wish I liked it now because I love that guy. Oh, well. All right. Yep. Uh, your next opinion. Um, This anime I'd like to uh, mention is an anime that I have mentioned many, many times before. And all of you, if you guys have been listening pretty frequently... Uh, you guys know that I despise this anime. Um, I've talked about it so many times. Ooh. Connor knows I hate it. Everyone knows I hate it. Everyone I think, I, I, think I know it, what you're talking about, I think. And I'm doing this for the listeners who are newer. Or just for some reason mm. haven't heard me rant about this show yet. And this show is uh, Tokyo Ghoul. Tokyo Ghoul. Oh my god. I Okay. You know... Normally, when I talk about a show, or, yeah, I guess I have only talked about shows, I normally say something good about it as well. But there's nothing good about this show. There's nothing. There's, Uh I can't think of anything good. There's nothing good about this show. This show sucks. Tokyo Ghoul sucks. I do not like this show. I, okay. Okay, the okay, the anime is terrible. Now I've heard that the manga is a lot better, but 
there is no way I'm going to buy the manga of this series. It's, just, it's not happening. Oh my god. Okay, so let me explain why I don't like this show. So, just, okay. The, the, the writing... You got this. The writing of the show, it, it, it contradicts itself so many times throughout the series. I mean, okay, so the first season of the show isn't very long. It's like 12 episodes. So you'd think they'd go by relatively quickly, but no, it felt like ages. It, it, the pacing for a show so short felt so long. It felt forever before I reached the end. Most of the characters who are introduced don't even matter. Nothing in this show matters. Nothing. It goes completely pointless. Nothing. By the time you reach the end, you're like, what the heck did I just watch? What is this? I mean, by the end of the first season. I I refuse to watch beyond that because I have heard that it gets even worse. And I know I'm not wasting my time in watching the rest of the series. From the first season, it is not good. I mean, okay, there is one one good thing taken away from this show. And that is the opening. The opening is amazing. One of the best openings there is. But that is all it has going for it. Everything else is complete booty. It is booty. Booty. The the sub is terrible. The dub is terrible. I don't know if there is a dub. If there is, I'm guessing it's terrible. It's booty. It's not a good show. I do not recommend it. Not even the first season. If, if, if you can avoid this show at all costs, please do. If you're starting it, please stop. If you're thinking about starting it, don't. <laughs> if you're Just starting it, please stop. <laughs> That's a great quote. David's over here saying, look, yeah, if you're going to give it a chance, don't. don't. Just stop That's awesome. <laughs> Watch something else. Watch One Piece. It's better. I'm done. Look at you. Oh, sorry, guys. I just had to yawn. Uh, yeah, obviously, I haven't watched Tokyo Ghoul, so I can't second that. But I'm assuming you're right. Next, I have an, another movie, because all I talk about is movies for the rest of the podcast. I promise. Um, this one is one that I was really looking forward to, because I'm a huge fan of this director, and I'm a huge fan of the type of movie he makes. But the, and this was supposed to be one of his best. And I was thoroughly disappointed by it. And that movie is Edward Scissorhands uh, by Tim Burton. Uh, I've heard a lot of great things about this movie. And a lot of people like really connected with it. And I think there's... I don't actually hate this movie. Uh, I find it just, it's okay. It's alright. Uh, but it didn't connect with me on the level that I really hoped it would. Especially coming off of Tim Burton, who I love. Like I love his movies. I love Beetlejuice and uh, Tim and Nightmare Before Christmas. Even though he just wrote that, is a fantastic movie. But you know what? I have to say, Edward Scissor's Hands did not grab me just uh, like solely because of the story. Like I love when Tim Burton goes at his weirdest and the, like his most gothic and bizarre. Like just recently, I watched uh, Sweeney Todd. 
Sweeney Todd was really good because that was totally ex- like right up Tim Burton's alley, and the entire time is very Tim Burton-y. But I think Our Sister Hands fails because the first by f- ten minutes, five minutes maybe, is very Tim Burton-y, and then they throw him into suburbia. Like, they throw him into a normal, everyday neighborhood with these really obnoxiously colored houses and really obnoxious people. And, like, instantly, just right when that happened, instantly no fun. Because, like, why would you want your really creepy and interesting world and your characters to be thrown into a typical, everyday neighborhood except painted with Care Bear colors? That is, it's disgusting. Like... It seems like such a huge missed opportunity. And I mean, and the movie doesn't have a plot after that. Like, once Edward Scissorhands gets thrown into this world of these weird, gross candy colors in a normal s- suburban neighborhood, it just kind of becomes him doing stuff. That's the entire movie. It, it loses a plot really fast and is basically relying on you to like the characters and the setting. But I wasn't really a huge fan of Edward Scissorhands because he doesn't talk that much. And I wasn't really a fan of the world because it was obnoxious and gross. So the entire movie, I'm kind of sitting there going, man, I really wish we were back in that giant mystery house that they had at the beginning that was really cool looking. I'm like, it's just, it kind of just didn't grab me for the rest of the movie. And I mean, there were, like I said, I think it's okay because I feel like I get what they were going for. And I also appreciate that, like, I appreciate the, the moments of this movie that did work. I thought the score was really good. Like, this is one of Danny Elfman's best scores. I was really impressed with it. And I think there are a couple scenes throughout that I think work. But why would you throw your interesting lead character into a suburban neighborhood and make him live suburban life? Like, that is so stupid. Like, that's... It's just such a huge missed opportunity. I don't understand, like, what would... Why would he would choose that to be his plot? Especially when they tease you in the beginning with the really cool Tim Burton-esque world and, like, this huge mystery mansion that's all very Tim Burton-y. And then say, nope, you don't get that. Just get him out of here. Get him back into suburbia. Make that guy hang out with obnoxious neighbors and eat potato salad. It's, it's weird. And, I mean, I, 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 I am really negative, but I don't hate it. It's just, like, I hate that choice. It was a really bad choice, in my opinion. But if you really like this movie, I'm glad, I'm, I'm glad you did. And I'm glad that I'm glad that it connected with you, but it did not for me. Good stuff. Good stuff, Connor. Good stuff. Good stuff. Good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, David, you got another one? One more, Connor. I have one more. One more. Or one more. One more, one more overall or one more that's negative. Okay, good. This will be a little bit of a longer right. episode, no worries. My last one. It's a movie. That one movie. Oh, hey, would you look at that? that... <laughs> Walks in like, this is yeah. my dimension. I know what one you're talking about. <laughs> that, you know, I've heard people say that it's it's good, but I personally don't like it. And, you know, I mean, I don't feel like me talking about this movie is very, is very fair because, I mean, clearly this movie wasn't really made for the general audience. It was, it was made for one subgroup. And this movie, I've talked about before. And this movie is <clears throat> The Kissing Booth 2. The Kissing Booth Oh, what, 2. hold up, repeat? No, people well, like this movie. Right, everybody hates him. What are you talking about? Okay, okay. Oh, okay, go ahead. Um, 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I've I'm, from my experiences, I've really? not heard a single positive thing about this movie. Yeah, I mean, obviously, I'll let you keep going. I'm not gonna say like, oh, you're wrong, but I've, I've just never heard anything negative. Okay. Or never, I've never heard okay. anything positive. You know what? I just thought another movie. I just thought something else. Oh, whoa, whoa! I mean, sorry, but sorry, <laughs> crap. <laughs> this is kill a kill okay. all over again. First off, I just want to talk a little about Kissing Blue 2, then I'll go to my other movie. Kissing Blue 2 is a bad movie. Do not watch it. If you've seen the first one, do not watch the second one. This movie has a strong lack of kissing or booths. So. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, when you put it that way. <laughs> in this movie. I mean, I honestly, I this movie should be called like uh... The Kissing Booth 2. This movie has nothing to do with kissing booze. It actually has a lot to do with dance competitions. That is the movie. What? Yeah. How about, we, how about they just call it the two? Yeah, it has nothing to do with kissing booze at all. But, wow. Nice. The movie I will be talking about. <coughs> Sorry. Not bad. Is Spies in Disguise. I. I really want to spies in disguise. Movie. That one I've heard a little bit of positive so, about. Is it anyway? I don't think anybody watched this movie. I, be, I feel like people listening <laughs> yeah, are like, has, with spies in disguise. Yeah, it's that one. Remember the commercial with the with the pigeon saying that he yeah, could see yeah, your yeah. face and my butt at the same time. Yeah, yeah you remember that trailer? Uh, it was that trailer. <laughs> yeah, when this movie um, was like being advertised for, it got so much hype. I mean. I mean, not from like people, but like from itself. It hyped itself up so much. Yeah, it seemed like yeah. it seemed like yeah, they I thought mean, it was going to be good. It was going to be this huge blockbuster masterpiece of a family film. It was going to be the new the new Lego movie. You know, it was. Uh, I mean, yeah. Will Will Smith really does make everything better. So I mean, yeah, I wouldn't like, be I wouldn't be surprised. If like, oh, we're going to the next Lego movie. We're going to come out on Christmas. So, big, big family event, everyone. Big family event. Uh, this movie is just another family film. And let me talk about what I mean by just another family film. I mean, I mean movies like no. Storks. Just kidding. What storks is good? What are you talking about? Yeah, storks. Storks. Does that have Andy Samberg in it? I forget. I think it's Andy, uh, Andy Samberg. Andy, I could be wrong. Like, like stork. Like stork. Uh, storks is stork, storks. Good movie. Um. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not a movie. With Michi. Oh, small foot. Whatever. Small foot. <laughs> Little foot. That's Sorry, that's blend more time. <laughs> just another family movie with with good animation. You know, it like yeah, like and and like Will Smith Smurfs into the hidden forest or whatever that movie is called. The super forgettable one. The that's one exactly that, what like, it's called. Everyone kind of forgot that came out. Um, but anyways, mm-hmm. it it ended up being one of those forgotten animated movies, you know? Like Storks, or Abominable, or Smallfoot. Like Storks? It's, it's Smallfoot, right? Smallfoot. 
Yep, that's your right. Michi. Zendaya. These are Michi. forgettable movies that came out in like the last five years. It, it's actually the last like two years, yeah, actually, whatever. or three if you count. It's these movies that came out relatively recently, but are just extremely forgettable. It's like you kind of forget these movies exist. And it's, it's, I don't know. It's just, they're not good. They're super forgettable. They don't leave an they impact don't, they at don't all. Leave a, don't leave and an impact. Spies in Disguise is just one of those movies. It, 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 it was never popular. It was never a big deal. It hyped itself up after the movie came out. You stopped seeing the trailers and it kind of faded into oblivion. <coughs> it's funny because it came out in December. It came out in December, so clearly it was trying to get baited to be uh, nominated for Best Animated Picture, and it didn't get nominated for Best Animated Picture. So you got to know that it's pretty forgettable. When the Academy thought that Boss Baby was more interesting and worthy of a nomination than Spies in Disguise was. Because Boss Baby got nominated for Best Animated Picture, but no, but, uh, you know, this movie did not. Yeah. That's hilarious to me. Yeah, that's all I have to say about Spies in Disguise. Very good, very good. Uh, my last one is very short because it's technically a stretch. Uh, I wanted to include it because I wanted to have it out there. But I think that Pulp Fiction is on the lower end of Tarantino's work. Not necessarily because it's bad. In fact, it's really good. It's, it's a fantastic movie. But I think if you're looking at all of Tarantino's movies, at least the ones that I've seen, I mean, you've got Inglorious Bastards, Kill Bill, Django Unchained. Like, all of these movies are like extremely unique and and I absolutely loved every minute of them. And when I think of I think of Pulp Fiction as kind of being a little less so than those movies. I mean, I liked it a lot. It's just I feel like if you're comparing it to other to Tarantino's other movies, I just don't think it stands out as much. Um, I mean, I it's hard. To, I just wanted to say that because I don't I don't dislike it at all. It's fantastic. It's just like. I want you to understand, guys. If you wanted to, if you like Tarantino from best to worst, I thought I think Pulp Fiction would come to the bottom, but that's just me. Yeah, yeah. Whatever, you know what I'm saying? Alrighty, so we're on the pop positive opinions because I feel like uh, everyone's getting sick of us bagging on everything. Uh, it turns out we actually like things, guys. We promise. So, David, you want to kick us uh, off with your first positive I opinion? I can, Connor. I can. <clears throat> and. My first positive movie, a movie that a lot of people, you know, have have mixed feelings about. And I I mean, I can see why. But personally, I I think the movie's a good time. I think the movie's a good time and it serves its purpose. And this movie is Jumanji, the, the, the new Jumanji. Yeah, welcome to the jungle. Uh, welcome to the jungle. Um, a lot of people think the movie's okay, and I see I see what you're saying, but I, I think I think the movie does what it's uh, what it was kind of meant to do. Um, the movie kind of was made to be a fun time. It's supposed to be a fun time to the theater, and that's it. After that, yeah, that's it. It's supposed to be a fun joyride, like a roller coaster, right? Like you go on the roller coaster once, and then you're done, right? You remember the thrill? 
But that's it. I mean, it served its purpose. You have fun. It's not really a movie that you think about too deeply. It's just a fun experience to go, you know, with your friends or with the fam or on a date. It doesn't matter. It's just a fun movie to go to and enjoy with, with other humans. That's That was the movie's intended purpose. And I think it's great. Actually, I covered this movie on Review Bro, which is my... <laughs> which is my uh-oh, YouTube uh-oh, channel, plug, which you guys should plug. check out. Yeah, we, we have right, one, he might upload again Sean someday. is really lazy and hasn't uploaded it in like three weeks. Uh, everybody, everybody go make fun of Sean on the Review Bro yeah, Instagram. Yeah, I, I think, I think it, it's, it's a great movie for what it is. For, for what it is, it serves its purpose. I think that's great. I think it's an underrated movie for a good time. Mm-hmm. I agree. Pretty solid. I, I laughed a pretty decent amount, so I will I, I will take it. Uh, I will talk about a movie as well. And this one really hurts me because I really like this movie, and I don't understand why people are so... Actually, I do understand why people are so against it. But I wish more people were for it because I really like this movie. And that's Captain Marvel. Why does no one like Captain Marvel? Everyone doesn't like it anymore. I'm like, people were fine with it when they came out. And I'm like, I mean, there are obviously people against it because there are valid criticisms out there. Like the idea of making her character told to you by everybody else, like everybody saying like, oh, this is what your character is, you know, like that's a little weird. And I think that does result in her be kind of a bland character in, in like you could be seen as a bland character. I, I get it. And I also get that it's, it's surprisingly not action packed for, you know, a Marvel movie, but you know what? I don't understand. Everybody turned on this movie so fast and I really enjoy it still. Like it made me like Captain Marvel as a character a lot more. Cause I hated Captain Marvel's character for a while. Like, she's such a tool in the comics. Like, I am not a fan of her at all from the comics. But I watched this movie, and I'm like, wait a minute. She actually has charisma? What? Weird? Huh? I don't understand, because no one agrees. They're like, oh my gosh, Brie Larson is a a charismaticless piece of tofu. And I'm like, what are you talking about? She's great. Like, I love Brie Larson in this movie. She's great. She's, like, clearly having the time of her life, and, like... I love, like, Nick Fury in this movie. It's great rapport with her. I, I, I do like when the action comes along. I love the final, like, the climax. The climax is fantastic. I love that action scene. I thought the CG was pretty solid for what it was. And, like, I just, I, it's really fun. Like, I feel bad because people, like, hate this movie now. But you know what? I really enjoy this movie. And I don't understand why no one else likes it anymore. It, it makes me sad because, like, I want I want to talk to people about it, and then I'm looking at like the reviews, and everybody's just like, "Oh, nope, sucks, terrible, feminist." Ah, you know, it makes me sad. But you know what? That's all right. I I will stand here alone as the one fan of Captain Marvel. She's she's on my uh, phone yeah, case. Big sad, big sad. So that's pretty cool. And honorable mention, I suppose. I, I'll throw Wonder Woman in there too. Uh, Wonder Woman, I think, is a little bit worse than Captain Marvel because I think the ending of Wonder Woman is awful. But I know some people who got really mad with it. And I'm like, you know what? It's good. What are you talking about? 
I always do it with an honorable mention because I know more people who like Wonder Woman than dislike, but <laughs> throw it in there anyway. All right. Women, am I my, right? My next, my next thing is a movie. All right. Next. Um, and um, I have talked about this movie, I think. Um, Connor knows I just adore this movie. Uh, um, this movie. <laughs> no. Uh, this movie. Norm of the North. Um, <laughs> is is it's nobody likes this movie. I I can barely I yeah, not many people like this movie. But I like it. And I think over time since Connor's seen it so many times cuz I want to watch it, I think he's grown to appreciate it, not like it, but appreciate it. No, not the goofy. Oh, we're talking movie. about we're talking about the goofy. And this movie, movie is Annie 2014. <laughs> oh man. Um he... uh a lot of people do not like this movie. And I understand why. Um, people say it doesn't hold the candle to the original movie. It's not the same thing. It doesn't even have Mr. Warbucks. It's Mr. Stax now. No more Daddy Warbucks. Daddy Warbucks, Daddy where'd you go? Um, and... Yeah, I, 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 I understand what you're saying. But personally, I really like this movie. I think it's funny. I think it's charismatic. I think the writing is just it's so it's so good. I, I just love the characters. I love Quubble of the Dub Devil Wallace. I <laughs> yeah, be, love, go try to pronounce her name. You'll I never love do that. Cameron Diaz in this. I just, I just like everyone's performance in this movie. I, I, I just think it's great. I, I just, I just love. I don't know. I don't, I don't really know why I love this movie. I, I, I've, I've seen it so many times, and I've never really been able to put it into words why I like this movie. And maybe it's because when you're watching it. You can see that, or I guess at least it looks like everyone's having a good time in this movie. It just looks like everyone's enjoying themselves, you know, living life, you know, and that just, that's just amazing. I just really like that. And there's so much of that in this movie that I guess that's why I love it so much. I mean, yeah, I, I understand how it doesn't hold a candle to the original but i just really like that aspect of the movie and it's it's just a fun movie to watch for the heck of it you know it's it's one of those movies that you know i know it's not that good but it's just fun to watch kind of do you want to say something about annie you you've seen it a lot too mm-hmm. i will say um there's a saying that goes around that's like uh, people like it when other people are passionate about something where essentially people like are gravitated towards things that feel like there's a lot of passion put into it because they respect that people cared about it so much. And I think that's where this movie signs best because it's very obvious that the kids involved and the actors were clearly having a good time. Everyone was very happy to be on set. And people were just kind of happy to be in- enjoying this filming process. People were clearly having a good time. Does that mean the movie's good? No. The movie's garbage. I think is horribly written. And I think 
there are tons of stupid ideas that for some reason were never told no. But I think if you, if you really find it, if you could find it in your heart to, you know, connect with that passion that was put into it, I think this isn't the worst film out there. And I also think it's not half star worthy because I feel like there's a little bit, there's a little bit to grasp here, but you know, it's really just going to depend on your tolerance for like little happy kids doing happy things, you know? That's basically all I got on it. I I theoretically could have put it on here, but I do agree. I wanted to keep off like things that I thought I that I knew were bad, but like anyway, like Hellboy twenty nineteen. That movie is garbage, but I like it a lot because it's it's just hilarious. But I'm not going to include it on here because I want to include things that I think are good. But you know what? Yeah. I see I see where you're coming from, dude. I'll watch it anytime. I don't have any problems with it. Like with with watching it, I mean. That one, not too bad. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was my turn. I was, I was waiting for you to like say your thing. <laughs> not my bad. Uh, okay. So I talked about Captain Marvel. And I think I'm going to talk about one that I feel is kind of similarly overlooked. But is a, is, I think it should be appreciated because it's actually pretty unique. And I don't think anybody's thought about it since 2016. But I'm going to say it. Uh, Miss Peregrine's School yeah. for Peculiar Children. Did, have you heard of this one, David? Yeah, it's directed by Tim Burton because apparently Tim Burton's the only act, the only director I could talk about today. But essentially, like it, it kind of comes off as like a mix between like uh, X Men and a little bit of like X Files in a way, like with that kind of mystery element. And I, well, first of all, that's that concept sounds amazing to me. But uh, secondly, like I think people kind of overlooked it because it doesn't do a lot of extremely unique ideas, but. I think what unique ideas are there are really fascinating to me. Like, I like the characters a lot, and I like the weird world they've established. And I like the kind of creepy imagery that they kind of throw in there subtly. Like, or not subtly, but, like, they throw in there and don't, like, linger on. They kind of have some creepy imagery that kind of sticks in the background and makes you, like, kind of creeped out. It's got some cool characters. It's got some great performances. I think Ava Green is really good in this, as Miss Peregrine herself. Uh it's not like a masterpiece, but I really enjoy it for just being how you, for how unique it is. There's not much like it. I mean, actually there is, but like it's, it's unique for what that is, you know, like it's, it's like X-Men, but it's unique, you know, it does stand on its own. It's not, I'm not going to say like, it's. Well, I, I mentioned a minute ago, it's not like a masterpiece. I'm not going to say, okay, if you're, you really should watch it cause you're probably going to like it, but I have a soft spot for yeah. it. It's, it's pretty cool. Yeah. Good stuff, Connor. Good stuff. David. Um, let me think. My next, your next, um, your next unpopular opinion. Right. Yeah. Or no, no, sorry. Yeah, unpopular thing. We're still unpopular. Sorry. I, I was going to say like, oh, wait, no, <laughs> yeah. is it popular? I'm like, but no, we're, we're um, still unpopular. We're still the opposite. A movie that I really enjoyed that I don't think I've ever really talked about. I don't think I've really talked about to Connor either. Um, and this movie was kind of overshadowed oh, by another movie. Um, and this movie is The Book of Life. Book, wait. Book yeah. of, book, oh, oh, oh. Um, yeah, yes. Yeah. Book of Life. The, the Dio, Dio de los Muertos movie. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was thinking Tree of Life, and I'm like, it's no. a Tree of Life? Um, it's, it's, it's what? This movie was kind of overshadowed um, by Coco, 
and you know i i understand why um yeah go you know, Coco's, Coco, like Coco's really good. Coco's really if good. you don't like, if you don't like Coco, um, I hate you. But <laughs> yeah, so it's kind of overshadowed by that movie, and it hasn't really gotten much appreciation. Um, but I, I, I really like this movie. Um, yeah, I guess it's a, it's a yeah. Disney movie now, technically, because um, it was owned by Fox. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I really like the, the character designs in the 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 story. I I think it I think it's incredible. The animation is really unique, um, and Ooh. I think that's kind of unappreciated about this movie. Um, it, uh, well, I say it's kind of overshadowed by Coco because it has a similar premise about going to like the the land of the dead and land of the living stuff like that, um, and it's both has to do with death, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's about um, it's about that same holiday. Dia de los but, Muertos, I mean, yeah. So. Um, I really like the premise. Very unique. Uh, very cool. Um, you don't you, you don't really get many movies that kind of highlight that holiday. Um, and I, I think I think it's good for what it is. I think I think it's a solid movie. Um, like I said, unique character designs, and it's just a pretty solid movie overall. Um, if you haven't seen it, I recommend watching it. Pretty good time. Um, I don't think it has anybody. I think it has Fluffy Gabriel Iglesias. In oh yeah, yeah it's got. Ch- I know it's yeah, got Channing, Channing Tatum. Tatum. And I think Zoe. Sal- um, I think Zoe Saldana. Yeah, I mean, I definitely recommend checking this movie out if you haven't. If you have, um, I hope this kind of brings back some memories. Um, because it's it's a pretty good movie. Don't get me wrong. It's 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 a solid, solid for what it is. Yeah, I've heard a lot of good things about it, but I I also haven't heard a lot of things about it. Like you know, there's like I own it. I do have it on Blu-ray. I've yet to watch it, and I wasn't planning on watching it anytime soon. Not not because it's bad, just because I haven't really gotten to it. Uh, but yeah, I've heard I've heard solid things about it. It's I mean, yeah, I don't really have much to say against it. I just love Coco a lot. I mean, we can talk about yeah. Coco a lot, but I can't really, I don't know much to say about this. But yeah, it is a Disney movie now, so it might be on Disney Plus soon. Keep your eyes out for that. Uh, my next positive opinion. Uh, I, this one is not a particularly high opinion, and I'm kind of cheating, because I mentioned that I didn't want to do movies that I knew were kind of bad. But this is one that, I know it's kind of bad, actually two that I've kind of tied, I'm going to group in together, that I know are kind of bad, but I think them being bad was intentional, and as a result, makes them really fun. And both of them are video game movies. Who'd have thought, right? And these two movies are Mortal Kombat and Lara Croft Tomb Raider. Both these movies suck. They really do. In terms of quality, like the, the production quality, and if you're looking at them from like a far enough, far away perspective, yeah, they kind of suck. But I think that was the point. Like, with Mortal Kombat especially, it seems like it was done very cheesily. Like, it seemed like they wanted to make something that was super, like, bizarre and looked strange. And, yeah, it had a, kind of a high budget, but it was meant to be kind of, like, kind of a B-movie-esque. So, as a result, it kind of never takes itself that seriously. And I really enjoy that about these movies. 
both Lara Croft Tomb Raider and uh, Mortal Kombat both kind of have this feeling of like they did, the people behind the cameras wanted to do whatever they wanted. Like there was a lot of for Laura Croft. There's like it just seems very like silly. Like the plot gets a little convoluted, but it's clear that everyone involved is having a great time. Angelina Jolie was perfect for this role, and like it's just very silly and silly and fun, you know. And same thing goes with Mortal Kombat. Like, Mortal Kombat is not... It's PG-13, dude. Like, Mortal Kombat shouldn't be PG-13. Like, bare minimum, you know? But they went PG-13 and is clearly inspired by, like, old kung fu movies. So it's very cheesy and the, the CGI sucks and, the uh, and like, the action's super overblown. But, like, you know, I like old kung fu movies, so I don't mind this at all. Like, they're not good, per se, but I think the goal was to make something that, like, kind of dumb and cheesy. And as a result, I w- I'll watch these movies anytime. Like, I own both the Laura Crofts. I haven't watched the second one yet. The second one probably sucks. But I have both of those. And Mortal Kombat's on Netflix. So, I mean, if you haven't seen them, <laughs> if you if you're, have a high tolerance for stupid, go ahead. It's, they're a lot of fun. I like those two a lot. And, I mean, it's a video game movie, so... I just dare even say that I think Laura Croft Tomb Raider is probably my good favorite stuff, video game. Good movie. stuff. Now I'm gonna kinda so, break yeah. the 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 movie the movie streak with something that we haven't talked oh, about. The movie streak. Something we haven't talked about. Curse you, David. This is a video game. I know, I know. We a haven't talked about video games. Oh. Um in this video game is a video game. That has kind of lost in steam recently, um, but you know it's it's still it's still popular. Yeah, I am actually. Yeah. Oh, you're talking about yeah. Fortnite, aren't you? <laughs> you're good. You're good. Oh my gosh, I was right. Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, you're good. You're good. I didn't. You're good. You're I didn't good. mean to throw off your thing. This I was game kidding. is Fortnite. <laughs> sorry. As as ahead, as Fortnite. as a certain food reviewer Fort likes Gage. to say. Um. Yeah, yeah, um, and that food reviewer is report yeah, of the week. This, yeah, kind of. You can kind of tag team this because, yeah, you know, you know, you know, what I'm trying to say here. Uh, well, don't yeah. go too in too much detail. Um, we might do an episode on Fortnite. Yeah, Fortnite. In the future. Um, I don't like this game. I never did. I never. I never. There's never a time where I was like, yeah, Fortnite. I I just used to think it was okay. I never thought it was great. I think I've played a total of five or six games. Yeah, I, I, I don't play the game very often. I never did. I never really saw why it was popular. I, I, just, I, just, I just didn't look that great. It looked really cheesy. It, and you couldn't really get anything unless you paid. Like, to get skins, you have to pay money. And I thought that was really dumb. Like, you couldn't just, like, grind it out and get skins from that. No, you had to pay. The game was pay to win, and so many people paid. So many people. And it's so dumb. So dumb to pay. It's like, I'm not going to give you my money. Not going to happen. And, yeah. it's yeah, I'm not going to go into too much detail, but not a good game. Not a good No bueno. No bueno. No bueno. No bueno. No, no bueno. bueno. No bueno. No bueno. No bueno. 
Well, naturally, oh, that wait. was a little negative. I totally, I but totally forgot. But you know what? You know what? We, we can still stay positive. I'm going to stay positive. My bad. I can't. Oh, no worries. No worries. Don't worry about it. I was, I was, I was the entire time no, waiting for like a butt, bad. and I'm like, sorry. Is there, is there I thought be a we were talking I'm about like, no. okay, no worries. <laughs> negative thing. No, it's fine. Sorry. Don't worry about it. I just want to talk about Fortnite for a second. My bad. <laughs> it's all good. My it's bad. all good. I don't like Fortnite. I do no not worries. think it's we, positive. We all like Fortnite around here. My bad. Fortnite's a classic. It's all good. It's all good. Uh, I've got a couple movies we can continue to talk about because that's all I talk about. But actually, this one's kind of an idea because okay. This one is very recently. They announced huh? that they're doing a 90? sequel to the live-action Lion King from 2019. Yeah, they announced they're going to do. A, they're doing. A, they're going to do a sequel to that, and it's and it's going to be about the origin story of Mufasa. Now, before we go on, I want to share what the opinion the the common opinion is with this one that I'm disagreeing with. The common opinion on the internet has been extremely negative. People going like, "Oh my god, that movie was so bad. Why would you ever make a sequel to it?" Now, yes, I agree. Lion King 2019 sucked ass. It was awful. It is a, re- a remake in the worst possible way that it's, it takes everything good about that original and makes it so unbelievably bare bones and completely emotionless. And the CGI is great, but there's no reason for the CGI to be this great because it was, it was originally animated. And why would you ever want to make it look realistic? But I don't understand why people think this is such a horrible idea because they're not remaking anything. Like, the problem with Lion King was that, the new one, was that it's so, such a remake of the original in terms of, like, being the exact same thing, except done worse. They're not remaking Lion King 2, so this is going to be a 100% original story. And if we're lucky, we might even get some original songs, and it'll have original writing. It won't be just picking off the original. So everything that people hated about the first one won't be in the second one, besides the fact that the lions look emotionless. Like, that that, that can't really change. But, like, they're changing up, like, everything that people disliked about the original. So I don't understand why people are still so negative about it. Now, do I think it's a good idea to make a Mufasa origin story? No. Like, no one needs a Mufasa origin story. But at least it's original, you know? Like, I don't want them remaking things over and over again in the way that they're doing it. So doing a sequel is literally taking that original movie and making a new, or, or taking that, taking that non-original movie and making an original story sequel, which I'm like, sure. Like, that's not a bad idea because it's original. Maybe the, like the music will be original. Hopefully you got like, you'll have probably since, you know, it'll have to be a bunch of new characters, which means boom, a, like I said, a bunch of new original characters. Like, I'm not saying it's going to be good, but at least it won't be a carbon copy of the original, you know? Like, I don't understand what, why people are so mad right away. Like, let's take some time to step back and go, okay, maybe it might be yeah. okay. Who knows? You know? Yeah, I mean, granted, I'm not going to tell you what to, what to think. If you think this is an awful idea, that's totally fine. And I don't, I don't disagree that it's not a great idea to do a Mufasa origin yeah. story. Yeah. But at least totally, we'll be a remake, totally, you know? Totally. So, David, do you have another popular opinion or if you have an unpopular opinion? Or, no, sorry, no, no. I keep saying that. I keep getting that wrong. I do have one Do more, you have a negative more, unpopular one more opinion negative or a positive opinion. unpopular One more negative. One more negative. Sure. Yeah. One more um, negative, one more positive. Oh, so you only had a couple positives. This no worries. thing, this game, this game we're about to reference 
is super popular this thing. Right now. <laughs> now, as you guys, if you guys can tell, I don't like super popular things. Um, and this thing, oh, I yeah, Uh-oh. yeah, for the most part, no, eh, I don't know, I don't know, whatever, whatever. Um, the point is, is that I am not the biggest fan of the game Among Us. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh oh. Yeah. Uh oh. Yeah, this sound this the alarm. Someone's getting hunted down. Super popular game now. Like this. Also, it's been really? it's been around for a while. I saw a post that like it's been around since October of 2018. Wow. Yeah, and it had two players, two active players in, in October of 2018. Yeah. And it just suddenly yeah, popped off. Now so it's popular. like 61 million. Um, yeah, it's really it, crazy. It's really not all that hype. I mean, it's it's like less. It's a less strategy. Uh, less a yeah, less strategized it's, it's, it's version not, of Town of Salem. It's not that fun. I mean, I, it's it, it's how I feel about Fortnite, kind of. You know, you play a couple games and then yeah, I'm done. I'm done. I I don't see a point of continuing. I mean. All you really do in the game, if you're a crewmate, is make sure you stick around other people and make sure you can prove your innocence. And then if you're an imposter, do the same thing, but also make sure you're also sneaky enough to kill people. And it's just it's just dumb. It's dumb. I, I don't like having to prove my innocence constantly. And I don't know. The game's not that interesting. It's not that fun. I don't understand why people like it so much. I understand it's free. It's a free mobile game you play with your friends online. Cool. But it's really nothing special. It really isn't. And that's the thing with super popular games. They're like, they're nothing special. There's nothing that makes them that cool. You know, that's the thing with Among Us, Fortnite. Games like that. They're super popular, but there's literally nothing special about them. Like, take a game like Red Dead 2. That game is amazing. There's so many special things about it. Yet, I mean, yes, it is popular. Like, super popular. But it's not on the same level as Among Us right now. And, I don't know, I feel like it's kind of underrated in that way. I mean... Of course, the game is highly rated by a lot of people. A lot of people enjoy the heck out of that game. Don't get me wrong. It's a great game. But it's it's among hmm. us now. And I feel like the kind of like raving that Fortnite got over the course of like two to three years, I feel like that's the kind of rave and hype that Red Dead should have gotten. It should have gotten the hype from when it released to now. It should still be praised and hyped up about. But it's not. Yet, you were getting hype about Among Us, which is this boring game that people adore. There are so many memes about it. So many Avatar Among Us memes that are... <laughs> by, yeah, by Avatar Among Us, I mean, there's that one. Yes, there's that there's one more. thing. 
I just, I don't, I don't. Oh, there's more? I oh don't oh. like the Among Us memes. They're so bad. I don't like them. The game is okay. It's okay. I don't like how it's popular. There are so many better games, yet people love this game. I don't understand it. It's not that great. Why do you guys play it? Someone, someone, anyone in the comment section on the Instagram, tell me why this game is great. I don't get it. Anybody. I never thought this game was great. I never thought this game was good. I don't understand. Please, someone, anyone, send me a letter. I'll give you my address. Anyone. DM me. Comment on the Instagram. Snapchat. Send me a letter. Literally, anyone. Tell me why this game is good. I do not understand. I am done. Understandable, David. Understandable. Yeah, I mean, obviously, I'm not going to be able to say it with that much ferocity. But I will tell you, I also don't agree that it's not that... I, I also think it's not that great a game. I mean, it's fine, and I think it's fun enough with friends. But I think it once you've played, like, three rounds, it, it starts to get old. Like, it gets old really fast. Doing the, doing the chores is fine. And when you're an imposter, it's a little, it's, it can be fun, but it really just comes down to the group of people you're with. Like you need to have a good group of people with you. If you don't, then it just gets stale really fast. But yeah, like I said, I know so many people who love it. Like a lot of my friends love it. My sister loves it. Everybody loves it. And I'm just kind of like, Hey, you know, obviously not nearly as intense about it as David, but I definitely have a thought, I suppose. Now, I'll talk about one more movie, and then we can get to the suggestions. Uh, I want to talk about The Wolverine for a second. Because, uh, you know, people don't talk about this movie at all. You know, like, it's, it's, the, uh, it's the Wolverine movie that came out in between, you know. Uh, it came out, like, right after, like, X-Men kind of had, like, a long, like, pause. Or, no, no, sorry. It came out right after Days of Future Past. Sorry. Or, no. Oh, my God. I can't talk. It came out after First Class, a great X-Men film that kind of, like, changed the way X-Men was going to be seen. But it came out before uh, Days of Future Past, which, like, that was, like, the definitive X-Men movie at the time. So it kind of gets overshadowed by those two. But, and also also because it came out as the kind of the the Wolverine movie that preceded uh, Logan. And you already know my thoughts on Logan. But I like the Wolverine a pretty decent amount. Like, I think bringing him to Japan was a cool idea because that's very that's very important to him in the comics. I think the action was really good. It had some really intense moments, and like people just don't talk about this movie like at all. And I'm like, come on, guys, it's pretty solid, you know? It's a pretty solid, fun movie, you know? And that goes with like there is there are a lot of movies out there that like I, obviously I don't want to keep this stuff I like that not as many people like. I don't want to keep this list going forever. But, like, there are plenty of movies out there that just people don't talk about at all. And I'm just kind of like, why don't you guys talk about it? It's pretty good, you know? And I think The Wolverine is a pretty good example of that. And I really wish I had more to That's say. Okay. I wish I could go into a David rant about why this movie is underrated. But I kind of don't. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I, I kind of want people, more people to watch The Wolverine. Can we stop watching Logan and watch The Wolverine for a little bit? It's good. Good. Good movie. But. Yeah. That is about all I've got. And David, you mentioned that you uh, you are out of opinions as well. Well, David, this has been a long one. We laughed, we cried. Was, you had a lot of rants, which I appreciate. I, I didn't rant a lot. You did. 
which is appreciated. Uh, but let's yeah. get into some suggestions. Uh, real yeah, quick. yeah. Because I've got a couple. Have you got a couple? Um, yeah, I have two. How many do you got? Yeah. Ugh, lame. All right. Jeez, David, I've got three. Look at me being on top of all things. All right, all right, all right, all so, right. Okay, well, please get into your suggestions. You already know what I'm going to talk about first. Yeah. Of One Piece? Know, I'm, I got to keep what y'all up. What the heck? Why would you talk about One Standings of where I am. Okay, so last time on One Piece... I said that I was this the Straw Hat crew was was at the, the mysterious island in the New World called Punk Hazard, right? And I told y'all I was wrapping up with that arc and I was about to embark on the longest arc in the entire series, which is over a hundred episodes long. And I started it. And I said I was dreading it. And actually, I am really enjoying this arc. This arc is called Dressrosa. That is the island it's on. Um, and the, the big bad, his name is uh, Don Quixote do Flamingo. No, Don Quixote do Flamingo. No. Oh, and, donkey. Um, yeah. Um, his name is Donkey. The reason why the Straw Hats... Go here. Well, okay. You you have to understand what's going on in Punk Hazard first. So, the the a character who uh, Straw Hats know, his name is uh, Trafalgar Law, but people call him Law, and um, he he wants to kill one of the four emperors who are the people who are kind of ruling over the the new world. And the only way to become the king of the pirates is to defeat all four of them. And so Law and the Straw Hats have an alliance together and they plan on taking down one um, emperor together. And so they have to kind of weaken his forces first. And the only way they can do that is by destroying a factory in Dressrosa. The thing is, is that the Flamingo is protecting it. And they have to get past him first. And another thing is, is that Luffy kind of gets sidetracked because he goes to like this Coliseum place where he wants to get something back. Something of very high importance to him. Now, this is kind of going to be a spoiler. So skip this part if you don't want to get spoiled. Can, uh, can you summarize it in within 10 seconds? I can try. Can you summarize it within 10 seconds? Okay, so start at 82 okay, or so 835 is, uh, and, say it, and so then and skip Luke to 83.15 if you don't want to hear basically it. Go. Retrieve his uh, devil fruit power, which is at the Coliseum. That's it. Yes, that was a spoiler. Uh, Boom. All right. So Luffy so goes to the Coliseum, that was a spoiler. fights. Um, I'm not far enough to see if he gets the thing back or not. I'm like 99% sure he does because he's like the strongest person there. Um, but yeah. Anyways, it's good so far. I'm enjoying myself. Dressrosa is great. 
um watch one piece if you haven't um yeah it's worth it i'm telling you it's worth it really good show um so my second suggestion cool. is a show that i is a show that i watched in uh in uh minnesota it's kind of a kind of a joke suggestion um but you know you, you can watch it if you want um I'm sure you've all heard of this. A show jokey before. joke. And this show is called Funny Ha Dive Ins and Dies with Guy Fieri. Okay, okay, okay. I'm sorry. Well, can I say one thing real quick? <laughs> I went to Indiana the other day, taking SAT, like a couple weeks ago. Yeah. And that's all yeah, I watched. It's kind of the show that that you was watch it. When that was you, the only thing we ever travel. had on TV in the hotel. It was yeah, just Dive Ins and Dives. You just put on the Food Network and. That's all they play for some reason. Yeah, yeah, that's all. They yeah, play. that's it's always um, on like late at I'm night. I'm sure you've on all weekends. heard of this show before. Super popular, Guy Fieri. Who doesn't know Guy Fieri? Um, so it's kind of a joke suggestion, but um, I recommend watching this show. Um, they've got some pretty cool things on it. Um, you, you guys know Guy Fieri. Um, it's it's a good show to put on to bed. Or a show when you're really bored or sick of watching The Office, you know? Yeah, but if you find yourself being bored... Well, no, no one's sick of watching The Office. Office. Can we establish this? You can watch this show. It's a pretty good show. Pretty entertaining. Um, Yeah, it's straight. Pretty good show. I recommend checking it out sometime if you, for some reason, haven't. I don't know who hasn't watched this show. Um, But yeah, check it out. Oh, God. I'm sorry. I'm tired. Uh, yes, I agree. Diners, Drivers, and Dives is a slam dunk. Uh, okay, I've got a couple as well. And I'll, I'll be trying to be brief about it so we don't end up boring you guys too long. Right. I've got a movie. I've got a song. And I've got a show. You're not even going to believe it. I've got another show. It's not even Cora. All right. One, I watched a movie. And it's one of my all-time favorite movies now because I watched it. And it was really good. I was thoroughly impressed with it. Uh. It came out in 1995, and the movie is called Before yep. Sunrise, directed by Richard Linklater. And David, you know Richard Linklater. He's the guy who directed Boyhood. Uh, yes, so the movie is about a guy who meets a girl on a train, and they just decide, let's just spend they're the night together. Let's explore. They're, they're in, uh, I forget which, where, where are they? They're in, they're, yeah, they're in, I think, Vienna, if I remember correctly. And they just kind of spend the night together. They wander about getting to know each other, spending time together, and learning about each other and discussing life. And that's all the movie is. It's very simply all it is. And it is one of the sweetest and loveliest movies I've seen in a while. I was sitting there the entire time just smiling because I love seeing these people together. Like they were just, they had so many great conversations about like life, about humanity, about life and death. They talk about relationships, the nature of relationships, the nature of men and women. It's just, they just kind of talk about life. And, like, I love both of them. They both have very distinct personalities. They work great off each other. And it was just a super sweet and enjoyable movie. I, I was so impressed with it. Especially because if you were to tell me what it's about, like, if you were to tell me that the movie's just about two people talking, the entire movie, I think it'd be boring as hell. <coughs> Excuse me. But I was really surprised how much I was really getting into it. And I love both the characters. I, that kind of seems like Linklater's strength is like writing very realistic people 
And this totally felt like that. Like, it didn't feel like a movie. It felt like two people legitimately talking. It was impressive. I really enjoyed it. And I highly suggest it to anybody, though I will admit it's not for everybody. Because you could, it's very easy to find this movie extremely boring. But you check it out. Like, it's really good. Okay, second one. Uh, the, the band that's not Gorillaz that I constantly talk about, The Gentleman, The Criticals Band. You see, they finally released a fifth song, and this one being called 2004 Breakup. And I will admit, it's only okay. I mean, it's a solid song, for real. But I feel like, like, let's think about those other songs, right? You had that one song, 2019 Guy, which is talking about the average 2019 dude. That's hilarious. Obsession, just a guy obsessed with a, uh, with like a Twitch account, that the, like the little girl who streams on it, you know, like the e-girlfriend kind of thing. Hilarious, you know? Real to me about an anime girlfriend, how like he thinks the world's turning against him because he has the anime girlfriend and no one wants to, you know, no one wants to sympathize with him. Hilarious. Robots that steal your semen. Hilarious idea, you know? These are like such bizarre and hilarious ideas. 2004 Breakup is really just a basic breakup song that sounds like a Green Day song. Like, it kind of has like, it's 2004 Breakup because the music sounds like it's a 2004 alt-rock song from like Green Day or like Panic! in the Disco. Like, that's really about it. I mean, I like 2004 alt rock, so I mean, it's very solid in that regard. But like, it's not nearly as unique as the other songs, and it's not nearly as funny as the other songs. But I do like it more than Skynet because I think, honestly, I think the the the, uh, the music's a little catchier than Skynet's was. But you know what? Solid stuff all around. Uh, real quick, my last thing I want to talk about um, is okay. So you know, I all you guys know, I live in Illinois. I live I live in the Chicago area. So essential history for a Chicago native is you got to understand the classic Michael Jordan Bulls, you know, like you've got to know that history because if you don't like, you know, you're failing as a Chicagoan, you know. So this I, I've been periodically watching this documentary series called The Last Dance. You've probably heard of it, which is about those those classic Michael Jordan Bulls from back in the 90s. And obviously it's some essential Chicago history. And you know what? It's actually pretty interesting. Like, there's a lot of interesting stuff that goes on behind the scenes that you didn't quite catch. And, I mean, it's really crazy how important these bulls were to, like, Chicago well-being back in the day. So, like, it's pretty interesting to watch. Uh, and I also suggest that if you're not Chicago native, like, obviously go watch it. Like, it's, it's, very, it's very interesting. But, like, I think if you live in, in Illinois or near Chicago, you should totally watch it because it's, like, you know, essential history. You know, like, come on. I'm surprised that history books in Illinois don't she- treat, like teach okay. that as the first lesson, you know? But yeah, that's all I've got. All right. Thank you guys again for listening in to yet another episode of our podcast. We appreciate you guys, uh, you know, for keeping coming back, you know. Uh, check out the Instagram, what's that smell, underscore you thinking again. Uh, we, of course, please let us know in the comments if there's any ideas for episodes that you guys got. We'll obviously would love to take a, we'd love to take uh, suggestions. Uh, David, do you have anything else you want to say before we go? All right, guys, thanks again for listening in. Please check out any past episodes that you might have missed or you're interested in. And I've been Connor. This is my co-host, David. And this has been the 